folks. Welcome to Follow the Leader, podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GMless tabletop games where we can all take the lead. Fun games with fun people. I'm saying this on air so that y'all know <laughs> how I feel. We appreciate you. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at FTLcast you. and at FTLcast.com. Uh, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLcast. Today we're playing The Best Around by Austin Ramsey, and yes, I did just have to double check that that was the title, because I am paranoid that I've been getting it wrong for the last two weeks. Um, for those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. Congratulations! You have qualified to participate in the tournament, capital T. The most prestigious competition in this or any land. You will play a face, heel, or mysterious meddler with your history interwoven with the other competitors. This isn't your final destination, as your quest will eventually take you elsewhere, but this is a great time to fight your companions, make friends out of your rivals, and prepare for the next step of your adventure. Inspired by stories like Marvel's Secret Wars, Hunter Hunter's Heaven Arena, reality TV competitions like Iron Chef, just sports in general, and professional wrestling. <clears throat> I'm Mac. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Citadel of Swords. You can find the games that I write at citadelofswords.itch.io. Uh, you can find the other podcast that I do, uh, Dumb Kids Playing Hero, at DKPHPod on Twitter. And I'll talk about the guild later. Uh, and playing with me today, we have... Hi, I'm Austin. I'm the creator of this game. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me on Twitter at notanin, that's N-O-T-A-N-I-N-N. And you can find all of my game design work at austin-ramsay.itch.io. And you can find the podcast that I'm on at You Don't Meet in an Inn, wherever you get your podcasts from. Hi, I'm Sam. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at S-A-Kalo, and you can find my art at samkalo.art. That's www.samkalo.art. If you don't type the www, it just, like, doesn't work. It's, like, old internet time. Um, Weird. Huh. Right? It doesn't automatically insert it in there. If you try to go there without that, it just is like, I don't, that's not a website. <laughs> um, Kitty Cat War Crimes? Kitty Cat War Crimes is another podcast that I do. It's a Warrior Cats rereading podcast, and I really need to uh, edit the second episode. Um, <laughs> you can find that only on uh, Twitter and on Podbean, because I can't figure out how to put it on other podcatchers. Uh, and that is at KCWCPod on Twitter. I'm Jade. I'm the English one. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at JadeOxfordRose. And if you are a fan of Animorphs, you can uh, come along and listen to The Escafil Files, which is an Animorphs book club podcast that uh, I co-host with Danielle from The Room Where It Happened and who also GMs Dumb Kids Playing Hero that I also play on. That uh, You can find Escafil Files at, at Escafil Files. That's E-S-C-A-F-I-L-F-I-L-E-S. Escafil Files. Yeah, if you like Animorphs, you should definitely listen to Dumb Kids Playing Hero. That's our Animorphs-inspired actual play. Um, we are all uh, all of those podcasts, including Kitty Cat War Crimes, which is an affiliate, and the rest of us are just part of uh, Standing Stones, a uh, not-for-profit podcasting guild. Uh, you can find the shit that we do at stones underscore standing, because, of course, Standing Stones was already taken. Our lines. Uh, things that we absolutely do not want to see are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, all of the isms, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, unwanted pregnancy, plagues, and pandemics. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but we'll just fade to black on, are steamy situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. The Best Around also uses the X card. Um... If uh, something shows up that we do not want to see, uh, we can X-card it, and it will just immediately be removed from play. And it never happened! Ha 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 ha! And that, I think, is our safety stuff, because I think raiding will get into in actually figuring out what mm -hmm. the tournament looks like. Um, now that I've talked everybody's ears off for the last ten minutes, let's get started. Drum roll. Woo! I think I just Woo. peaked. <laughs> yeah. No, you've got so much I'm, more to give. <laughs> I definitely... I'm pasting an image address in here. Oh, boy. 
Oh dear. I definitely peeped with uh, the announcer voice. I know that I'm no Zach Fredrickson, but <laughs> I think I, I think I did pretty good there. You did a pretty good job there, yeah. Zach does have the advantage of like testosterone to get those real low bassy notes, though. Like it's impressive. Yeah. I could probably do that too now, actually. Okay. My voice is quite high normally because I just speak pretty high up in my chest. But uh like I can I can go lower. I just don't tend to. I like could go lower if I really wanted to. So much work. But I don't I don't have a trained chest voice. Mm. That's fair. So You know what? I mean a couple of my characters I think do have kind of deeper voices. I kind of go a little okay. downwards for those. Yo. But... I'm just, Sorry. That's okay. I'm just like aware that we're already running late. This is what happens when you get me and Sam into the same room. It's true. Okay. It's just the, the it's the concentrated ADHD energy. Let's do it. Uh, so to give Mac a break from reading, uh, everyone works together to answer the following questions about the tournament after picking uh, some items from the list below. We've already picked these out, but we'll go through uh, what the options are and then we'll tell you what we chose. We can flesh out any additional details we feel are important for our tournament. And what we have decided ahead of time that the tournament is magical and part of a larger festival it is located in the underworld. That's the afterlife, not the film series with the vampires and the werewolves. Or Although that it... was on the table at one point. Yeah, under underworld <laughs> world. Yeah. Under underworld world. <laughs> um, and the competitors are participating uh, because it's a chance for glory, or it's about glory, and there is a chance to meet the tournament's founder, Fallon, who is the Persephone of this underworld. I love, okay, hold on a second. I do love, with our additional details, that we still having it be part of a larger festival. Eh. <laughs> Look, a festival is the best time to hide your illegal street race. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel. Or, like, here's the thing, is, like, it's an illegal street race, but, like, everybody knows it's happening. Uh, yes. Like... As we just looked at, it is a street race. Specifically, it is an illegal muscle-powered race around the underworld. This is people running. This is people on roller skates. This is people on bicycles, scooters, skateboards. This is we're doing all of it. This is like roller derby meets Fast and the Furious in the underworld. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Um, in terms of establishing our rating, hopping back a little bit in the text. For safety stuff, we choose an established rating. Movies, television, and video games all receive ratings that indicate the types of content that will appear in that piece of media. Choosing one of those ratings that everyone is familiar with is a good place to start assessing the tone of the game. Um, so we have all ages, children, adolescents, teens, and adults. We are not going with adults, <laughs> because that's like NC-17 rated movies, and that's not what this sounds like. <laughs> No. That seems to to co to go past a couple of our lines and veils. Yeah, too, so I guess yeah. teens is probably where we're at. Yeah, any game that involves me as a player is teen by default because of language. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Well, does the rating system involve language? It does. Oh, it Foul does. Language. Foul language. I'm a Ooh. I'm a walking guaranteed PG thirteen rating with the amount I swear. <laughs> I have a very important question though. Can we uh -huh. go with cartoon physics levels of violence? Yeah, yeah. that's fine by me. Um, yeah. Go if I'm going to be running on the sides of walls and shit, yeah, it absolutely. Just, just um, spider ham with the giant mallet that comes from nowhere. Oh my god, amazing! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Thank God. I mean, that's where uh, that that does mean that my like my luck of the draw move is going to be a lot of like 
pulling some sort of like large magical card out of just like a fucking like old pocket dimension. It's very tidy tunes. I love it. Yeah, perfect. It's time to duel. Uh, when I get oh, to this, this is gonna be like a fucking magical girl animation. Oh, let me tell you, when it gets to me unleashing my character's special move, you're gonna you're gonna see some shit. Oh, let's go. <laughs> um, so with the tournament we have discussed, let's talk our characters. So, Austin, I'm throwing you under the bus here. That's fine. I am the guest after all. I. It's funny because we're not gonna be able to top this. <laughs> <laughs> True, we're not. We're not. Absolutely not. Okay. We, 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 uh, we, we just follow in the wake of this. <laughs> so I am playing Spiegel Spinel. His pronouns are he, him. Uh, his specialty is endurance running. His special move is the seven league stride. He's a heel. And uh, his look is that he's about six foot six. And he wears a red velour tracksuit with gold trim. And he's a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, For those of you who are listening, in probably January, uh, we're recording this in October. It's Halloween season. (laughs) (laughs) The skeleton war is coming to the underworld. All right, keep going, keep going. His qualities are that he's arrogant, congenial, and vicious. Uh, He seeks ultimate power to crush those who still have their muscles. And what set him on his path to villainy is that he woke up in the underworld without flesh. (laughs) He's just mad jelly, y'all. Amazing. This is a good game. Really good game. Already. Already, like, we're, we're building this beautiful setting and this beautiful whatever the fuck that is. Um, oh god, I'm next, huh? Yep, that's you. All right, uh, I am playing a new character on this podcast. Uh, and it's a new character because I made him up today. Um, <laughs> literally <laughs> half an hour ago. <laughs> literally half an hour ago. And for, for, for reference, we were supposed to start recording almost an hour ago. It really do be <laughs> like that sometimes. <laughs> so I am playing a character named Daydream Sierra. Uh, his pronouns are he, they. His look is tall, but like a little beefy, like one particular artist's rendition of buff Legolas that they always tagged as Legolas Green Beef. Uh, <laughs> Correct. Yes, yes, buff Legolas. Um, so I'm going with like sort of a buff Legolas look. Oh, that's a Dorito right there. It sure is. Uh, his specialty is free running and gymnastics. He was a professional gymnast before he died. Uh, and he did a lot of free running on the side as, like, a fun thing that he did for fucking, like, vines and TikToks and shit. His special move is Luck of the Draw, which is a fun little reference to a cursed thing. And we're going to move on from there. <laughs> um, he's a heel. Why does he seek ultimate power? To encounter and crush interesting opponents. Basically, why he seeks ultimate power is, I don't know, mate, I'm genuinely just here for a laugh. Um, his three qualities are glamorous, confident, and a piece of shit. (laughs) And what set him on his path to villainy is that he had shitty parents, and so he just liked to bully his friends. Because it's fun. Great. I set out with this character to make a Vriska. I have done so. You have succeeded. You did it. Um... I did it. I made a Vriska. Um, before you introduce your character, Mac, Loki just stood on the control panel and hit stop on my recording. <laughs> Cats. 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 Ladies and gentlemen. Um, um, oh, boy. Yes. That's fucking stop hilarious. You're looking cute at me. You are a menace to society. <laughs> that is absolutely saying in the episode. He's just rolled onto Speaking his of- side and showed me his belly, so... Speaking speaking of menaces to society, no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm not playing that character today. Um, no, actually, I'm playing a character we all know and love. Uh, her name is Meryl Whitmer. Her former roller derby name is Melee McPain, which I have not gotten to say in a very long time, which I'm very happy. So I'm very happy right now. Um, her pronouns are she, her. Her look is basically just Tessa Thompson and sorry to bother you. Overalls, hair and fun buns, big earrings, big grin. Just like the sweetest girl you ever did see. 
However, she was a former star jammer and her roller roller derby team uh, in the living world. So uh, all of those skills are still here. I don't have a name for her special move. I think it's just bam. I think they just. Yeah, like I'm thinking either Bamf or they just shout Melee McPain. Um, bring the McPain. <laughs> I don't know. One of those things. Um, her faction is face and like a baby face, like the most face face you could ever find. There's no chance of a heel turn in this girl's future at all. She's not capable of it. She won't do it. Nope, nope, nope. Um, why do you go on your adventures to have fun and learn something new from everyone I meet? She definitely comes off as a little bit naive. She is not. Um, her qualities are idealistic, lighthearted, and impulsive. And her moral compass is, I have a big heart, and you really don't need any more than that. Uh, to round out this uh, group of competitors, I am bringing back the Vulpine regent themselves, Coyote Sparks. Uh, their look is long red hair, golden eyes, a brush tail, and a sharp, toothy smile. Um, their faction is the mysterious meddlers. Uh, the, the interests that they serve is the Fae, funnily enough. Uh, their qualities are charming, tempestuous, and cunning. And what keeps them apart from the other two factions is Kyoti's not actually dead. Rather, they're an envoy of sorts in the underworld, and as such, can be killed while they are here. Yikes. So, you know. <laughs> Big yikes. Um, their speciality is shape-shifting into the furred and feathered beasts of the forest, and their special move is Foxfire. I love them. <laughs> I did not think about the last time on in the slightest yeah, the last yeah, the last time on is the game that we all played together. Um I don't think it's unfair to say out loud um that this is a Firebrands hack. And mm -hmm. so we have a game that helps establish who these people are, uh what they've been up to, and uh, a chance to get some hooks with each other. So for the setup, uh for the last time on, the game that we all play, uh the tournament is fast approaching. Everyone is just now arriving at the tournament's location, but let's see what they were up to in the last few weeks. Uh, everyone's going to answer one or more of the prompts in their faction section. You can choose a suggested answer, create your own, but your answers create something noticeable about your fighter's state, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional. We'll all pick our answers, then take turns describing them. When two players intersect, we'll go into detail about how they're connected, but if there's disagreement about what happened, except that the two competitors' views of the events are contradictory, possibly to be explored later. Uh, every competitor gains one token from their recent experiences. Oh, before we do this, uh, who is going to be the timekeeper? Uh, I can. Wicked. I think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right, then. Um, so after the end of this game, we will add a mark to the final countdown, uh, which is a mechanic we'll explain as we go. Mm -hmm. Final countdown. <laughs> I, really, I really wish that I had a kazoo. <laughs> I just want a toot in everybody's ears. Someone record a kazoo track of uh, Final Countdown to play on every time it gets mentioned as like a little jingle. Just underneath <laughs> the words, the final countdown. Do -do -do -do. Yeah. If, if my if my keyboard was plugged in right now, it is right next to me. I could switch to the kazoo thing. No, just, oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying to either August or Zach or whoever it is that ends up editing this, just 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 drop in the kazoo just, track. Just, just fix it, it in post. Yeah. The kazoo drop. <laughs> Kazoo Drop! Um, if that ain't an episode title at some point. I actually, I either want Kazoo Drop or Under, Under, Underworld World as the episode title. Both but really good. Anyway. Um, both really good. Both good. Uh, last time on. Last time on. Uh, Austin, do you want to take us off first? Yeah, sure thing. So, uh, my recent defeat is due to my ally's incompetence. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually uh, not thinking of uh, you, uh, Daydream. Uh, I think it's probably some other uh, NPC who uh, I, don't, I don't know. Call call uh, call them Mikey McBones. Oh my god! Um, Going to add that Hate to my it. relationships. Um, Awful. And so, additionally, one of my fellow heels, Mikey, in this case, was defeated. 
So I finished off the weakling and my power has increased. <laughs> I see. Okay. You've absorbed his power. Mm-hmm. Charged your crystals. Um, my recent victory is due to my foe's foolish sentimentality. Sorry. <clears throat> my fool's my fools? My foes foolish sentimentality. <laughs> my fools. My fools. <laughs> Fuck. Here we go. Um I made a new friend. Or at least I want <laughs> to think of them as my friend. I love Meryl. I love Meryl so much. <laughs> who wants to be who who should I bring in as an NPC to be Meryl's quote unquote friend? Joe. <laughs> no, Joe's actually a friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't understand the whole quote unquote friend thing. Quixote. Um, <laughs> I will take Morden, yes. Yes, I will take Morden, thank you. Uh MLM Wulu Solidarity. Where are are we writing down NPCs Uh, somewhere? uh, Oh yeah, we should do maybe an NPC list. I know, or we can just put them under individual relationships. That's that's what I did with Mikey McBones. Should we have relationships with each other? (laughs) Probably. Um, I just realized my window's open. One second. (laughs) I mean, that's not in the rules, but I'm sure they'll develop as we play. Great. Just checking to make sure that we didn't just skip a step. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, if, cool. If people want to add their answers, I, I I, just don't want to lose track of what's being said in my attempt to type um, under the last time on just what people oh, yes. are saying. I've already put uh, Austin. I got it. Thank you. Alright. <laughs> Because it's funny and I do like to do, um, and because we have two heels uh, and it's fun and good, um, the heels' recent success is due to them using me as a hostage. Mm. Interesting. Entanglements. Entanglements. So, we should probably talk about what that was. I mean, that ties in well with um, Daydream's uh, answer. Mm -hmm. My foe's foolish sentimentality. Um, That was a different voice than I did before. (laughs) Sometimes that happens. I think think (laughs) that's just Taco. (laughs) Look, I did say that I was going to be playing Avriska with the Taco voice. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I think that's the Taco coming out. It's just like the voice just shifts and modulates weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? You know what? That's very true. That's very true. You know, I'll I'll, li- I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Yeah. Roll with it. Roll with it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so so this is like the last couple of weeks. Like, what was this thing that happened that warranted taking a hostage? What or what was the recent success? I mean, we say hostage. Hostage is such a <laughs> <laughs> such a dirty word. Hostage is such a a, a strong Would word. Would you prefer uh, an unwilling guest? You were just keeping us company. You're just keeping us Against company. Against my better judgment and wishes. Mm. I'm sure you'd come around to it eventually. Mm. Is that how that works? It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <sighs> and I think there's the, the tale just... I just imagined that conversation happening in character. Also, I want to establish, uh, Kyoti is like four foot eleven when in uh Tiny. their humanoid I love form they're so little they're so little Meryl so little Meryl meets them as like someone who's smaller than me <laughs> but yes uh and when I say they have long red hair I mean like to the small of their back long and then there is a tail <laughs> so you know it's I have I have a drawing of Coyote actually that I can share you do Oh, the one yeah. from um, when we did uh, Dungeon Karma. Yeah, I think I made them a little bit tall, actually, yeah. now that I'm looking at this image I think again. because they stood next to Adlai. Well, yeah, Adlai's supposed to be like six foot something, which means that Kyoto should be like at his waist. <laughs> but yes, that, yeah. But Kyoto is like short and 
round and a pointy smile. And perfect. But yes. Yes. So I think I drew this based off of a, a Picru, which is why it might not be perfectly accurate. Picrusby. Picrusby that way sometimes. But yes. Um, it wasn't just like you, by having me as a hostage, I was just out of the way for something. Well, because because like specifically mine is like foolish sentimentality, which means probably somebody gave up on the race to come get you. Yeah. I like that. Assumedly. Mm-hmm. The qualifiers. Yes. So somebody. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that could be Edward. Poor Sir Edward. Oh, God. Rip Edward. All right. And it tracks because he's dead. So <laughs> he's always dead. He sure is. Ooh, my audio just peaked there. But all right. So that. So I have met, like, was it just your thing, though? Sam for daydream, or were like the other heels aware that you did this? I feel like the other heels were probably aware of this. This was like this was like a, a group effort. I feel wicked. Got the visual of a fucking four foot eleven fox fae staring up at a six foot six skeleton, looking deeply unimpressed. Is just <laughs> it's extremely good. I mean, I, I also do imagine daydream just like throwing Coyote over his shoulder and like walking off that's just very funny Cause... to me because Coyote is four foot nothing and like daydream is like buff like also they big. can like turn into myriad of things but they let themselves be taken i mean that's the whole vibe with the meddlers yeah. is that they just like they make things interesting mm-hmm. so it's fun that's why i was like oh i think i will take this faction it is good shit but yeah, so that that is what happened with me. So that's the only intersect we had. So do we move on to the next game? Does uh, anyone have one that they want to want to do, other than the big match? I was gonna say. Uh, so do we usually follow a turn order for the games? Is just like the order that we are in the dock. We usually do, but we could just start somewhere in the turn order. If somebody has a game they want to play, yeah. and then we'll just follow the turn order from there. Yeah, yeah, just so long as everyone gets one per round sort of thing. Yeah. I was just going to force you to, to start, Austin, because you're a guest. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't have a better idea, so. <laughs> okay, uh, then I am going to gonna make some noise. Hey. Oh, boy. Do that game. So, for make some noise, choose another competitor to confront. Decide together what the nature of your disagreement is, where the confrontation is occurring, and who else is present. I am going to choose uh, Meryl. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> so, uh, what's the nature of our disagreement, and where is this confrontation occurring, and who else is present? Um... Hmm. I bet I said that uh, roller derby isn't a real sport. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's actually a lot of reasons why Meryl would throw down, but that's a that's a that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, hmm. did I, did you overhear me saying this, or did I just like? No, I absolutely just like. You said it. You said it to my face, and I just like rip off one of my gloves and throw it. I'm like that's it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, so where where did this happen? Was it you know, on? Was it on the track? It maybe it's in like sort of the. Uh, oh, what if it's like the competitors like uh, hangout like lounge or like bar or whatever. It has to be oh, a bar, because yeah. right? this is like illegal street racing. So what if it is yeah. just like a bar that's been commandeered for the occasion? Yeah. I think I think Meryl, like I came in and I, I noticed her and then I said to Daydream, I was like, roller derby. That's not even a real sport. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the voice. Good voice. Good voice. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go out, I, I just want to name the bar really quick, um, I think it's called the Monkey's Uncle. Yes, Um, good. and Meryl, like, puts down her glass, takes off her glove, and, like, throws it, and it just kind of, like, thwaps off of the back of 
the Spiegel's skull. <laughs> I was gonna like, say that to my face next time, asshole. I was gonna say, Morden will take your drink, just like kick his ass. I've got your drink, and start drinking it. <laughs> he, I love Morden so much. <laughs> he turns around very slowly. The tracksuit on him is sort of like weirdly fitting, since he doesn't, you know, have any <laughs> flesh. It's like. <laughs> It's like cinched in at like the wrists and the ankles so that it oh, yeah. stays on. <laughs> and he just like bends down. How tall is Meryl? Uh, she's my height. So she's 5'3". So she's a solid foot to a foot and a half shorter than he is. Yeah. So he, he bends at the waist, waist until there, his face is like right in front of hers and says... Roller derby <laughs> is not a real sport. Fist to the nose. <laughs> I mean, he's a skeleton. He doesn't have a nose. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> so does your swing go wide or does it crack off of his skull? Oh, oh it cracks off his skull. Okay. Oh, she connects. All right. So Amazing. how do you look to me and what's your mood? <laughs> um, She's... she's Definitely mad, but she's got like she has a little spitfire. Um, so she's like, I feel like people can be cowed and intimidated. I mean, maybe not by the velour tracksuit, <laughs> but by a six foot six tall skeleton. And she's just like, she's just like, meet me in the fucking pit, asshole. Let's go. I'm ready to go. Like she's like, she's just like, she's not taking it. All right. Uh. I'll show you a real sport. So Spiegel absolutely looks unfazed and is uh, unimpressed. That's that's sort of his uh, look and mood. So I guess that's sort of, uh, since, since Make Some Noise is about making a case to an audience, uh, that's what this, this game is. So I guess yeah. our positions are that roller derby is not a real sport and roller derby is a fucking awesome sport. It takes a lot of athletic power to do roller derby, and I'll prove it. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Sam and Jade, you're our audience. Are you going to... Is it your characters or also the... uh... The, the just the crowd at the bar? I think... Yeah, I mean... Hi, wait, I have a question. Go on, Sam. Mm -hmm. How does your character drink at a bar if he's a skeleton? Uh, Messily. It's the underworld. Okay. It's fine. It works out. Um, I'd say Kyoti is definitely sorry. Kyoti is definitely there, like sat on a bar stool, like legs like crossed very neatly, tail swishing behind them, just watching with interest. Um, but definitely, I feel like this is just like the crowd at the bar, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, Daydream's also in this crowd, but he's just sort of like drinking. Like, he's only kind of watching this because it's funny. <laughs> okay, so before we begin, gotta agree to the stakes. So, uh, they can be, the winner gains a token, the loser must discard a token, neither or both. And a question about the loser must discard a token. Yeah, so we don't have any tokens right now, so that's not really viable. Aren't you supposed to get one from last time on? Don't you just get one for that happening? Uh, yes, you are correct. So everyone should have a token. Austin knows the rules to his own game. Look, I wrote... (laughs) Mac is not allowed to judge you. (laughs) No, I'm I'm, I'm not judging. That's the whole point. Exactly. I literally threw out half the rules to my own game when we played it on the podcast. (laughs) I'm not saying shit. I'm I'm just pointing out. We all have one token. I'm keeping track of my tokens by dyeing my token like box a color. Okay, so so what are the stakes? Winner gains a token, loser must discard a token or both or neither. You get you got any input on uh on this Meryl? Uh I don't really care. Alright. Um I don't I don't play to win, so it's like it's fine. I play to win right here, right now, but I don't play to win, like, in the competition itself, so. That that sounds like the loser must discard a token to me. <laughs> it does. 
does seem like that. I am at a distinct disadvantage here because I'm the only, I'm the only face. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> Okay, so during the discussion, anyone can ask for details about the setting, occasion, and circumstances. Playing the game, the audience conducts the confrontation. Audience members take turns posing challenges to the two competitors. Both of them must answer each challenge. You decide who goes first or let one of them volunteer. Once both have answered the challenge, each of the audience members awards one point to the one who you think gave the best answer. Everyone must choose. If either player goes on too long, you can cut them off and award one point to their opponent, or else just ask them to finish quickly. They are also not allowed to interrupt or rebut one another. If one of them does, immediately cut them off and give their opponent one point. So there's a list of challenges here, which I don't think we need to read out all of them. Nah. I also want to say, I I do want to say really quickly, out of character, as an ex-endurance runner... Spiegel has no fucking leg to stand on right now. <laughs> None at all. None at fucking all. Um, Amazing. So after three challenges, compare points. Whoever has more has the audience's support. Resolve any stakes that the two competitors agreed to before the confrontation. So. Alrighty. Who's going first? Well, Jade and Sam, you gotta you gotta pose the challenge. We gotta find a challenge, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jay, do you want to just, like, go back and forth and, and pose challenges? Yeah, oh, that sounds good. All right. I'm a big fan of the last one, which is please threaten to have a brief fight over your difference in position. After your answers secretly hold zero to two tokens in a closed fist, once ready, reveal how many tokens are in hand. The competitor holding the most tokens the be- given the best answer and must discard these tokens. On a tie, neither competitor has given an answer worthy of points, and neither must discard any tokens they held. I don't understand why, like, anything about this question. It's just good. It won't. <laughs> please, please threaten to have a brief fight over your difference in position is basically equivalent to Meryl being like, just fucking fight me, asshole. Yeah, exactly. The way that, um, the way that we're going to prove that roller derby is a real sport is by me decking you. <laughs> Okay. Uh, if we do, we do you actually want to do that one, or will it not work? While people, we only know have one token each. Everybody only has one token, so I don't think it's going to work. But I do like it as a concept. <laughs> um, because it's fun and it fits with the vibe. Challenge one: Please make a personal attack on your opponent's character. Oh, thank God! I was yes. hoping someone would pick that one. Excellent. One of you needs to volunteer to go first, or I will pick you. Meryl, go first. Okay. <laughs> Meryl just, like, looks... Meryl just, like, kind of looks Beagle in the eye and is like, first of all, what kind of motherfucker walks into a bar when the competition isn't even going on to pick a fight with someone half their size? <laughs> Flips the bird. <laughs> Love it. I actually legitimately dislike this game because I'm really bad at coming up with things, but I love being able to insult people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't pick a fight with anyone. In fact, I think you might be the motherfucker in this case. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Just... That voice saying that thing is just... mm. It's very funny, Mm -hmm. and I really like it. Please express... Please, sorry, please explain. Who won that exchange? Who won that exchange? Oh, we get to decide that, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We each give a point to who... We both give a point. Oh, we each give a point? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm giving my point to Meryl. I'm giving my point to Spiegel, because, like, he just said a thing. She's the one that started a fight. Jade, how could you betray me like this? <laughs> I'm a meddler. Look at my faction. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm yes-anding. Please, ex- please explain how your position carries the weight of tradition, law, and social order. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear how you come up with this. This is why I hate this game. <laughs> What kind of a team sport involves 
uh, roller skates. That's absurd. It's clearly uh, rolling around on roller skates. That's uh, the most ridiculous thing possible. No one, uh, no, no officer of the law would appreciate such things. No elderly citizen would appreciate such things. This is not a team sport that is respected. Oh boy. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. No, no. That's that's out of character because I know what I'm going to say. <laughs> But I don't know oh, how to no. say it in character. Oh, okay. I thought I thought what you were saying is I know what I'm gonna say and I know it's gonna be a bad it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna go badly, but I have to lean into the character choice, which is a different kind of oh no. No, no. <laughs> um I don't have that with Meryl because Meryl's just me. Um something something um important lesbian traditions <laughs> doesn't matter what the police and what the uh what the um what elderly people think because it's a big it's a big symbol that we are here we are queer and we'll fucking kick your ass um that's the whole bit that's the whole bit amazing i love it also i feel like i want to in like a really brief summary of the setting of the previous game that is like theoretically within the same setting uh is that People sort of come from all sorts of different, like, worlds and settings and end up in the same afterlife, which is, like, a shitty, like, industrial hellscape. Hadestown. Mm -hmm. Basically just Hadestown. Basically just Hadestown. But so, like, I love just imagining that all these characters came from just the most wildly different backgrounds and the most wildly different settings with different, like, like, practically different laws of physics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Meryl just came from the 90s. <laughs> yeah, Meryl's just here from the 90s. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give my point to Meryl for that. I'm also going to give my point to Meryl. <laughs> Take that, skeleton fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I think what it looks like is there's a lot of cheering for some clearly, obviously queer people, modern included. Um, <laughs> just like, yeah, <laughs> fuck the man and all that jazz. Woo! I mean, it's an illegal. I mean, I love that question. Considering we've opted to do an illegal street race, and the thought of somebody trying to make a position, an argument from the position of law, is very funny and good. That's why I chose that one, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, challenge three. Hmm. See, I love that challenge, but I also would never want it inflicted on me, so I'm not picking it. Um, Which one? The one about. Uh, Expression position in the form of a slogan because it's hard. Oh yeah, that's the worst one. Yeah, that's the that's hard. Hmm. Also, Austin, please know that we're we're dunking on this in a like this is hard. It's fun, but it's yeah, hard. No. Yeah, I hate this version of I I hate all versions of this game across all brand systems. It's hard. It's hard. It's a hard, it's hard one. Yeah, I try it to avoid hard. getting into it if at all possible. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to uh, hear, hear explained uh, how, because um, I am a shitstirrer, and this is, I think this is Coyote, uh, like encouraging this, is that explain how your opponent's position has merit and is worth real consideration. I knew that you were going to say that one too. I, was I like, also knew this. <laughs> <laughs> we all, we all been know. <laughs> I'd like Spiegel to go first on this one. All right. Now, I'm just a simple endurance runner. I come from a long, fine tradition of endurance running. And I can see that there is uh, some merit to roller derby, it being a team effort. And uh, perhaps one day, once it's cleaned up its act some, then it'll be worth a real consideration as a sport. Perhaps... Maybe even someday it uh, could get into the Junior Olympics. That's homophobia right there. That was amazing, (laughs) honestly. Straight up. (laughs) I'm sorry. Cleaned up its act some? Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to 
cross a line if that no, was No, you're okay. good. No, 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 you're good. No, you're it's good. good. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that's it's, it's good. That's in character Meryl being like that was fucking homophobic. <laughs> Okay, you, Austin, have not crossed a line. Okay. No, you're good. You're good. You're, you're good. Great. You're so fine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh. Oh. Now I'm. Now I'm gonna mirror shit. Um. Now I'm no big city chicken. <laughs> <laughs> now I can. Uh, I can understand that. Uh. You know, people would look at roller derby and think it's uh, not a sport because there ain't a ball involved or any of that sort of typical sport shit. I was about to say, is, does Meryl have a southern accent now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny, actually, because I've been thinking about trying to put it on with Soul being her sister and Soul having a southern accent. So Yes, good. Lean um, in. So I'm leaning in. Um, do it yeah no I was just like are you? I, I was trying to figure out if she was mocking uh, what's his name or no. if this was a legit character choice no this is a legit character choice that I am I'm mirroring slightly and leaning into something I've been thinking about for her for a while totally go on <laughs> but at the same time I will say that people still argue that wrestling's a sport and we're basically doing the same shit so I'm just saying, not all sports involve balls. Looks down, looks up again. <laughs> Winks. <laughs> Amazing. Sorry, I was facing away from my microphone there, but it was good. good. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my point to Meryl again. <laughs> all right. For a low-hanging testicles joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give my point to Spiegel, who was, while a little condescending, genuinely seemed to be trying to make a valid argument. So. All right. So that means that I mean, Meryl fair. wins this game or this argument. Oh, yeah. Uh, with uh, four points to Spiegel's two. And mm -hmm. so oh, yeah. with that, I guess uh, Spiegel sort of... Uh, scoffs and like walks away as uh clearly he has lost this argument but uh, clearly is pretending he is not or is ignoring the loss rather i guess mm -hmm. <laughs> and i lose a token as well and typical and i'll mark the <laughs> final countdown no it's good um, we just play the final countdown as our closing theme. <laughs> um, Meryl just goes back to her drink and it's like, just like clinks it with Morden, like, cheers. <laughs> cheers, darling. All right, Sam. Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot, of course, that in making Austin go first, I now have to go next. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> just looking at uh, reveling in glory. Not one that we can do right now, but that looks fun. We'll save it for round two. Yeah, we'll save it for round two. Um, be a training montage. Montage. Sure. It's fun. It's weird because like I don't have really like any connections to any of the other characters yet. Really, I'm gonna have one with Coyote. I want to do a scene with Meryl, unfortunately, but I don't have any way to do that. So I guess I'll do a scene with Coyote. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious because I was going to do a training montage as a scene with Coyote. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea that, like, after kidnapping Coyote, we have this sort of weird, like, antagonistic friendship now. <laughs> sure, I'm down. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I want to do a training montage with Coyote. So here's the setup of this game. Uh, choose another competitor to help you train, though other competitors may join if it makes sense for them to do so. What do you notice about each other? What have you heard? Where are you training? How did you come to be here? Is the training lighthearted or severe? During the training, anybody can ask for details about the setting, occasion, and circumstances. And then playing the game is take turns asking each other questions. Each of you gets to ask the other trainer two questions, and then the training ends. If other players have joined the montage, they each get to ask two questions, one of each trainer. Everybody present takes turns asking their questions. Answers must be a yes or a no, but can be elaborated on as little or as much as a player wishes. So I'm going to say uh, for the setting where we're training, how did we come to be here? Whether is it light or severe? 
Um, I like the idea that they're just hanging out on a rooftop. Mm -hmm. And we sort of, uh, this is not during the time when you were kidnapped, but it is later Mm -hmm. where we somehow just end up hanging out. Or I kidnap you again, but in a more fun way and sort of a, hey, let's go, let's go, let's hang out, lists you and walks away with you. Um, oh my god, this is some fucking Bowser Peach bullshit. It's great. <laughs> we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out now. Uh, like, sup fucker, we're gonna hang out now. Lifts you over my shoulder and walks away with you. And then, like, scales a building with you over my shoulder. Um, <laughs> I really. So we're just chilling on the roof. Mm hmm. I just this whole thing is amusing me. So I'm assuming this is quite a light-hearted training sequence. Yeah. Then, yeah, it's it's light-hearted. But yeah, we're not like really doing much of of note. We're just sort of like, like yeah, I'm doing like sit-ups with my like legs draped, like hanging from my legs on some part of a building that is not meant to be used for exercise. But like, you know. I'm not like doing it to hardcore train. I'm just doing it because I, I'm bored and I need something to do with my body. All right. What do we notice about each other? What have we heard? Hmm. I think you've heard that um, Kyoto has been seen hanging out with people that uh, didn't make the qualifiers and just sort of like they've been seen just sort of like chilling. They seem to be. Um, ignoring the usual sort of faction lines just talking to most people like interesting um and what you i think their hair is like braided back and it's like this super thick chunky braid like it's braided back from the sides and then hangs down their back and it's sort of like i think they were possibly getting ready to do some training themselves and they're in like uh, a loose like racerback style. Oh, perfect! Great timing. <laughs> and like leggings, but barefoot, and just sort of like they were clearly not expecting to get picked up. But like, I I do like the notion that maybe they were going to be doing some training of their own, and you saw them just like, oh, brilliant! <laughs> so like, oh, awesome, perfect. Your dress, great timing. Yes. Uh, what is what yeah. do they notice about daydream? Um, what they notice about daydream is that um. He seems sort of generally unconcerned about the competition because it's for them it's really more about like the joy of competing mm. than it is about like yeah the joy winning is great and it's awesome and I should do it every time but I just like the feeling of crushing my enemies <laughs> you know it's fun to win rather than like I have to win for reasons sure so yeah so he's like he's not training super hard he's just like sort of you know working out to work out for the sake of working out because it's fun all right so he seems like generally pretty like chill mm-hmm. yeah okay oh god i have to remind myself what his fucking voice sounds like again talk and get ready from tv i know it's we have to cut all that shit out though because we can't like say that nah, on our podcast fine. we'll just bleep it we'll just bleep it <laughs> <laughs> all right redacted um yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry i'm just reading the questions and being like right this is this kind of game huh uh, <laughs> do you want to go first or should i go first uh, go for it. by all means have at it okay um i am better versed in this technique than you do you let me teach you And and elaborate on what technique this could possibly be. Hmm. See, I know how I know how the game mechanic works. Like with like because uh, you award to- tokens based on yes answers, well, not tokens. I uh, get points, and if you answer yes, the other person gets to flip a coin, and then heads get you tokens. But also, um, I feel like what this what. Uh, I completely back to the name. Uh, Daydream is like very sort of strength based and like moving that. And I think like they they offer like an encouragement thing, and that's not how Coyote works. <laughs> I like the thought that uh, Daydream's doing this thing, and Coyote's just like, no, like mm, I'm good, <laughs> and instead gets Coyote voice. I'm good. Gets them 
uh, to call out um, while they do it. So, like, if you want to be helpful, do this. And um, asks them uh, to come up with different animals and birds one at a time. Oh, to turn into? Mm-hmm. Like a speed round. That's kind of fun. <laughs> so. It's fucking speed round. Just like, Yeah. <laughs> it's funny it's funny that like you say that because it's like the, the the beginning of this prompt is i'm better versed at this technique than you well yeah you're better versed at that te- the technique that you're doing oh yeah so so instead of so no you don't let me teach you instead you're just like no do that i'm doing my own thing and getting you to help me with that and it's like well i'm here yeah hmm perfect i start to burn out from the training do you encourage me to rest um oh interesting what does burning out from changing into different animals look like this changes become slower i think they look like they uh take more work to do and like when they return to humanoid um there's probably like they're sweating like it's like any workout like they're Uh it uses energy to do it so all right sorry i'm like bracing myself because i have to this i'm playing not just the shitty voice, but also I'm playing a Vriska, mm-hmm. which means that I have to also be shitty about it. Of course, I understand. Bracing myself to be mean, because it's hard for me. <laughs> so yeah, I think I, I think Daydream kind of uh, like stops doing his like weird upside down pull-ups, or I guess upside down sit-ups, and goes, <laughs> uh, Hey, you're slowing down a little bit there. Uh... Looks like, uh, looks like maybe, maybe you should, uh, if you're, if you're not up for this kind of training, maybe you should, uh, maybe you should take a second, cause, uh, <laughs> fuck. Look at, like, don't laugh at me for having a bad, hard time being mean. It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're not up for it, I guess you could just stop. No, I like it. I'm laughing because it's just very good. All right. And I think you get uh, shot a bit of a dirty look, but also uh, Kiyori does sort of sit down for a bit and just sort of uh, centers themselves a little bit and uh, just sort of like, okay, I will. Do I look like I need your approval? (laughs) So, yes. (laughs) Wicked. Second question. Um... Oh, it's fun. It looks like there's some sort of sparring element, or there could be some sort of sparring element to this. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Um, I notice how incredibly late it is. Do you stay with me despite the hour? I feel like yes, because they've gotten back into the, the swing of things. And this is actually yeah. useful for them to be doing. And also, they probably have their own reasons for being here, or maybe they want to keep you here for whatever reason so that's interesting so yes huh fun hmm final question because i'm intrigued and also of who i am as a person uh our efforts bring us into close contact do you linger um not only do I linger, I probably make some sort of shitty joke. <laughs> nice. Um, so our efforts bring us into close contact. Do I linger? Yes. I also go do, make just the most fucking ridiculous facial expression. Go, oh, hey. You come here often. I feel like in response to that, an eyebrow goes up and then like they dart forward a little bit like they're going to bite you and then don't but that's sort of like that and you realize how sharp their teeth are <laughs> that's gonna get a jesus christ fantasy jesus <laughs> fantasy jesus christ better <laughs> all right um but yeah i feel like maybe that's the moment where they sort of like i think that's enough for today and uh, sort of pulls the tie off the bottom of their braid and shakes their hair out and then turns into a bird and flies off. Off the top of the roof. Fuck, fucking bye, I guess. Jeez. <laughs> like, alright. I just 
fucking scale the side of the building back down again. All right. So <laughs> just go, you know, whoop, whoop. Okay. <laughs> and I'm on the ground. Uh, so I answered yes to one of your questions. So you get to flip one coin and you answered yes to both of mine. So I get to flip two. Perfect. Okay. So we're saying one's a heads and two is tails. Yep. Heads. Both tails. So do I get a point? You get a token. Yes. Ready. Uh, and then another pick on the final countdown. Yeah, which builds it. Oh boy. Okay. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!